This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Aid requests roll in. Trump wants $250 billion more for forgivable loans. Ethanol industry keeps shrinking. Aid demand grows as produce industry details ask. Requests for COVID-19 relief piling up at USDA. The produce industry is the latest to weigh in with proposals to USDA to provide up to $5 billion in payments to growers and dealers who were hammered by the loss of markets after restaurants, hotels, and schools shut down. The United Fresh Produce Association and Western Growers were joined by a broad array of national and regional industry groups in making the appeal. That plan came a day after milk producers and dairy processors made a joint appeal for aid from USDA. Their plan includes payments to farmers to cut production and to processors to keep buying milk. Purdue pledges fair and equitable aid. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue pledges in a letter to the top Democrat on the Senate Ag Committee, Debbie Stabenow, that the COVID-19 aid will be distributed in a, quote, fair and equitable manner. The main focus of the letter is to defend the way the department crafted the 2018-19 versions of the market facilitation program. As he did at Herring's last month, Purdue argued the MFP payments were also fair and equitable. The secretary wrote, the MFP was never intended as a general marker or price support program or to compensate producers for the impacts of imported product on domestic markets. Stabenow has been a vocal critic of the MFP payments, saying they unfairly favored southern producers. White House wants $250 billion more for PPP. President Trump and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin are promising to fix the application process for the Paycheck Protection Program and make sure that banks can participate and that small businesses get the money they need. The White House is seeking an additional $250 billion for the forgivable loans on top of the $350 billion that was in the Phase 3 economic stimulus bill. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he wants to pass the additional funding by unanimous consent or voice vote tomorrow. A House vote could come Friday. Speaker Nancy Pelosi told CNN she wanted to make sure that PPP wouldn't solidify in equality. Keep in mind, interest among farmers and PPP remains high, but they continue to struggle to apply for the program. While we believe that it is clear that farmers with fewer than 500 employees are eligible for the PPP loans, we continue to get reports that farmers are being told otherwise by bankers, accountants, and in some case, state SBA offices themselves. That Veronica Nye, an economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation, Nye added, it would be helpful if SBA would provide a plain language statement that would put this question to rest. By the way, AFBF on Tuesday published a fresh analysis of the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on farmers. Corn demand to sink further as new ethanol plants close. 
Domestic demand for corn has taken a turn for the worse with Poet's announcement that it's idling three ethanol plants in Iowa and South Dakota and postponing the opening of a plant in Indiana. The result, says Poet, will reduce corn demand by 110 million bushels, freezing 330 million gallons of ethanol production across the four facilities. The Poet closings are just the latest development as ethanol plants are being shuttered or slowed across the country because fuel demand is sinking rapidly during the coronavirus pandemic that has pulled people out of their cars and into their homes. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score said nearly half the industry may be offline within weeks, and without swift and decisive action in Washington, many more may soon halt grain purchases or close their doors completely. By the way, the 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeal has denied refiners' request to rehear a ruling that disallowed some exemptions for biofuel usage mandates. The refiners have 90 days to appeal to the Supreme Court. Plant closures erode corn basis prices. Basis prices for corn are beginning to deteriorate as more and more ethanol plants idle production. Jim Minert at Purdue University told AgriPulse that has really reduced demand for corn in the eastern corn belt. He said corn basis prices at Tippecanoe and west central Indiana had a 20 cent swing from 11 cents above average in the second week of March to 9 cents below in the fourth week. U.S. imports from China drop off, hampering ports and trade. Chinese workers are going back into factories and ports, but U.S. demand for the many of the products have dropped as retail stores close down, causing havoc in shipments in both directions. Demand for imports of containers full of retail products from China has dropped to their lowest level in five years, according to the National Retail Federation and Hackett Associates. It's not just bad for importers, says American Farm Bureau Federation economist Veronica Nye. With the U.S. being a couple of months behind the Chinese on the coronavirus, the pace of our purchases in the U.S. have slowed dramatically, so there's not as many containers available to send staff back, she's told AgriPulse. You end up with a mismatch of availability of containers and demand for those containers. It's just one of the many coronavirus disruptions helping to keep U.S. agriculture exports to China from expanding faster after the two countries signed that Phase 1 trade pact. Food banks. Stimulus buys. Not enough. Congress has provided $600 million in the last two COVID relief bills for emergency food purchases. But food banks say it's not enough given the needs triggered by the pandemic. In a letter to congressional leaders, Feeding America's chief government relations officer, Kate Leon, is asking for another billion dollars, $500 million for food purchases under the Emergency Food Assistance Program, the TFAP, and $500 million for storage and distribution. The group also is backing a 15% increase in SNAP benefits that congressional Democrats are pushing. Now, keep in mind... The network of more than 200 food banks says 20% of food banks are concerned about running out of food in the next two to four weeks. 
45% will distribute all the TFAP food on hand within the next four weeks. Now, for more on the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as a look at U.S.-China trade and the latest analysis of campaign contributions for ag interests, check out this week's AgriPulse newsletter or go to AgriPulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. Biofuel producers and our farm partners are confronting an economic crisis beyond anything rural America has seen before. That Growth Energy CEO, Emily Score. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 8th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.